0: Welcome to Troll Black TV's weekly podcast where we feature the world's most extreme athletes. This week we're featuring Sierra Blair Coyle, who very well may be the first woman to climb a 33 story skyscraper with a pair of suction cups that were powered by a pair of LG cordless vacuum cleaners. Sierra, welcome to our show. Major kudos on your building ascent.
1: Oh, thanks. Yeah, it was fun. <laughs>
0: You know, as far as I know, and I may be wrong, but I think you might be the first woman to have climbed a building.
1: Yeah, that kind of sounds about right. I mean, I don't know unless someone else has done it, uh, but um, I'm sure I would have heard about it through the grapevine somehow.
0: Yeah, and I know I would have too because uh, I've climbed a number of buildings and uh, the news media would have gotten a hold of me or something to yeah. ask me about my thoughts. And um, when I saw that video on this climb, no way, holy cow vacuum cleaners
1: brilliant (laughs) it was crazy i was surprised at um, how well they worked but it was really good how did that come about um it's one of those things that it took a while to get set up and then just kind of got set up at the last second um in like a modeling agency out of toronto had contacted me they were like lg you know wants to shoot a vacuum commercial and you're like one of the people on the list are you interested in doing it and so I said that I was, but at the time I didn't know what was involved. I didn't know if I was going to be like vacuuming or, you know, what was really going on. Um, I didn't get a whole lot of information. And then kind of as it started to unfold more, um, they sent me like the storyboard of like what was going to be happy, happening and what I'd be doing. So I think actually like signed the contract when I was at a world cup in Switzerland. And then at the next one in Japan, like I had to, Someone from the agency in Korea had to fly in and take my passport to the embassy and everything, so I could get a visa. So it was it was pretty last minute, but it was fun.
0: Oh, that's really cool. So, what city was this in?
1: Um, it was in Seoul, I think. It might have been near Incheon. Um, it is in like the newer part of the city.
0: Yeah, no. it's the reason why I ask is trying to get permission to get a building in the United States is almost impossible, just because of liability. So I thought mm-hmm. it has to be outside this country,
1: yeah, and I know they even had issues like there's another building they wanted to use, but um they just couldn't get permission for it, so it ended up being this one for whatever reason,
0: wow, so had whose idea was it to make these um, vacuum cleaners power these suction cups like that? Was that their idea? Or was it something that you played with, or
1: no, it was their idea. Um, they're the ones who came up with it. I don't know if it was like l g or if it was the agency, but um yeah, I was just, like, told, this is uh, what you're going to be doing. And it was definitely something I never thought of when I was like, okay, I'm going to go and shoot a commercial in Korea. I did not think that was what I'd be doing.
0: Wow. Well, yeah, no, either would I. I mean, I'm like on the first thought I would have had is, really, you want me to be a, a vacuum cleaner salesperson here? I mean, okay, what do you want me to do?
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah.
0: So how did they work? Did they, was there a, a flip or a switch or something that you had to activate?
1: Yeah. um, All right. I'll try and describe it as best as I can. Um, So I had two vacuum cleaners on my back, and then each vacuum cleaner went to a different suction cup. So I would have this, like, I don't know, like this one button I would press, and then once I put the suction cup on, you know, like the glass, I would release the button, and it would let it, like, suction and then when I needed to move it, I would, you know, do the same thing. I would, like, press the button to release so it cuts the suction off or whatever it does so I can pull the suction cup back and then, you know, move it and do the same thing over again. But it was pretty simple, which was cool, nice and easy to do.
0: Yeah, no. Was there a gauge to let you know how much pressure there was? I mean, how would you know that when it was fully attached?
1: Um, it was more by feel. So, yeah, there wasn't a gauge or anything. Um, I could just kind of tell and... The timing was pretty much the same for, you know, each time I would put it on. So once I, you know, had, like, gotten a few motions in, I was like, okay, it takes, like, this long, and this is kind of how they react. Um, The one thing that I didn't anticipate was it was kind of hard to do on the side of the building sometimes because, like, the windows are a little dirty, you know, just because it's, like, a building. And when (laughs) we had done it, you know, indoors practicing on, like, a sheet of glass or whatever – you know, it wasn't a problem, and we were like, why are they, like, sliding a little bit? And then I figured out, like, oh, if it's dirty, you know, it's a little harder to stay suctioned on. So that was, like, an interesting so, thing I just never would have thought about, I guess.
0: Did that ever creep you out at all?
1: It was, it's, like, a little unnerving, you know, you, like, put on and then, it like, slides a little bit. But, I mean,
0: <laughs>
1: it was, it was fine. You know, everything was obviously safe.
0: Uh, did you feel the glass flexing as well?
1: No, the glass is pretty good. It didn't um, flex. I think it was uh, pretty heavy-duty.
0: So the a newer building.
1: Yeah. Oh, man, the building, I feel like it must be, like, brand new. Like, I think all the floors are finished, but, I mean, it wasn't even, like, filled to capacity. Like, the top three floors didn't have any businesses or anything.
0: That is so cool. Yeah, I know, because, you know, I've climbed a number of buildings with suction cups, and, and, you know, it was manually powered. I mm-hmm. had to actually pump them up myself and, you know, be like, thump, 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 thump. And I could tell by the sound of the thump. Whether or not I achieved vacuum, and the only way I could really tell was just this little red line would disappear into the handle. Okay. Stand on it, and sometimes it would start to slip on me, and I had to pump it up real quick again. Yeah. <laughs> very, very, very unnerving. <laughs> oh uh, yeah, no, that, that was just so cool. I just uh, want to let you know that uh, that really caught my attention, and um, you know, I had been aware of you, and watching what you've been doing, and progressing up through the uh, ranks of. You sport climbing competitions, mm-hmm. and kudos on what you're doing there, too.
1: Thanks. Yeah, it's it's been a really cool and fun year for me. I'm definitely having the time of my life right now.
0: Yeah, you should be. I mean, you've done, what, four World Cups this year so far? I,
1: I think it might even be five or six. I Yeah, maybe five. I don't know. I, I skipped one, but, yeah, it's been a lot. And then, you know, a couple more to go.
0: Do you feel like uh, with each one that you're learning uh, strategy and all that a little bit more?
1: Oh, definitely. I mean, just being used to competing, I guess, like at that level and on that setting is, you know, a whole new ball game. And I'm just feel like I'm getting better and stronger. So I'm, I'm excited, you know, for the next ones, I think they're going to go really well. And I, I don't know, I can't wait for them to get here. So I can just, you know, test it out.
0: Right on. So, I mean, um, is your dad like, I know he's your manager, but he also your Mm -hmm. coach.
1: My dad was coaching me for a number of years, but um, I have a new coach now. Um, his name's Roman. He's from Slovenia, and he was a Slovenian team coach, and now he's, he has coaching more internationally. And I've been working with Roman since March, and he was actually out here for the past two weeks um, training me. And, you know, I just love working with Roman so far, and I feel like that has a lot to do with me, like, getting better and, you know, being more comfortable kind of at the World Cup. So it's been a really good situation.
0: Well, that's awesome. Tell us about the training. I mean, how's that changed?
1: Um, so I'm training a lot more at my home gym than I used to be. I would always train at my home gym, but I think it was kind of more a 50-50 split between, like, my house and then, you know, the commercial gym in town. And now it's, like, making up a lot more problems and working on specific movements. And then since he was just here, um, he had set a lot of things at the house, too, like, I don't know, I guess more comp style problems to get on, and those have been just really good. And I don't know, it's really, I feel like Roman's really been teaching me to like go for moves and really push myself, and I still have a lot to learn, but I feel like my confidence is just already getting so much better. Um, And we're definitely working on getting me stronger and working on my crimps because my crimps were um, pretty bad up until recently, but they're getting better. (laughs)
0: So, you know, if you were going to say what three exercises probably the most important for you in getting your uh, strength up
1: there, what would it be? Ooh, all right. Well, I have this thing. It's called a Laischitze. It's kind of like a ladder that's at like a 30-degree angle, but you can basically, like, campus on it or, you know, it's just a good way to, like, build strength without, like, tearing apart your fingers or your skin or whatever. Um, so anything on that has been, like, really good for me.
0: Is that and like a backer ladder but um, stationary?
1: I kind of think so, yeah. Okay. Um, it's one of those things that's like, it's such a simple thing, but every time I describe it, I just don't even know like, what to say about it. I'm like, you just need to see a picture and it'll make a lot of sense. I think, honestly, just like getting on like really hard problems and, you know, things that just push me out of my comfort zone. Um, I'm a pretty mm-hmm. fluid climber by nature, so whenever things get kind of like stretchy or awkward, um, I think I, I panic a little bit. I'm like, I must be doing it wrong, you know, like there must be a better position when sometimes, you know, like the move is just going to be ugly and you have to do it. And then yeah. um, I've been working on some more like campusine, kind of on the wall and just, you know, really being able to pull hard and, I don't know, just I guess do like bigger moves without feet that I didn't think I could do. And I think that's mm-hmm. going to be really helpful.
0: Do you do the campus board much?
1: Um, not recently. The well, life should say kind of takes place of it in some ways, but last year I was definitely working on it a little bit more. I feel like I have so many like great tools and you know, even toys at this point that get me stronger than I'm just, I'm like trying to figure out how to mix them all in and which ones are the best options.
0: You know, mindset-wise, you know, like when you're getting ready to, you know, you're in a competition mm-hmm. and you're getting ready for your event and you're coming up soon, um, what's going on in your head and how do you quiet your mind so that you're, you're totally focused and in the zone?
1: Um, I think I just kind of try and tell myself that, like, You know, it's go time, and just, you know, I want to try as hard as I can and do as well as I can because, I don't know, it's just fun, and I love getting on new problems, and I just try to tell myself that, you know, look, I'm good enough to do every problem, so there's no reason why I shouldn't be able to do it. And, you know, sometimes you send and sometimes you don't send, but I guess all that matters to me is that I'm, you know, giving my best attempts and just doing as well as I can. Do
0: you ever have to battle, like, negative thoughts if you're having a hard time with one?
1: Um, sometimes it happens. I'll be like, you know, if I'm falling on something or can't do a move, I'll be like, okay, in training, I really need to like work on this, you know, or dinos or whatever it is. And then I'll like go sit in a chair and I'm like, are you seriously planning your training program? Like in the middle of a competition, like you need to focus on other things. <laughs> um, I think I'm just like a fixer. I'm like, okay, I like, I couldn't do this. I need to like address it immediately when I really just need to focus on, you know, the next problem.
0: Mm-hmm. Is there a particular technique or mantra that you use to quiet your mind?
1: You know, I don't really think I have anything particular. I just, you know, tell myself that, like, you know, I can do this and I can do anything and um, I've accomplished mm-hmm. a lot and, you know, I can accomplish even more.
0: Smart, yeah. I mean, some people listen to music uh, to get them in the right mind space. I'm just curious if you do have some little trick like that.
1: Yeah, yeah. Um, I used to listen to music. I mean, sometimes I still do. It just depends on the competition, but... um, I don't know, sometimes it's just fun to, I guess, like, hear the crowd and whatever is going on.
0: Right on. What do you see yourself like in uh, 10 years?
1: Oh, that's such a good question. I honestly don't know. I mean, obviously, I'm still going to be climbing no matter what. Um, I have a feeling I'll probably be competing for, like, a really long time, but I guess just my ideal life dream is to be just doing, you know, what I want to do at the time, whether it's Traveling, or if I want to be—I don't know—doing something more traditional. Um, but yeah, I hope to be just having fun and traveling the world and just living a really cool life.
0: Do you see yourself competing in the Olympics?
1: Yeah, I think it's definitely a possibility. Um, it would be so cool to compete at the Olympics, and I mean,
0: it would incredible be awesome, accomplishment.
1: It? Oh yeah, I mean, I can't believe that. It seems like climbing is going to be in the Olympics. You know, not that I didn't think it would happen, but I don't know. I, I think and somewhere in the back of my mind, I was like, oh, it might be like when you're a little older, but I'll only be like 26 when it's in the Olympics, you know, if I'm still going to be pretty young.
0: Definitely. Are you training for it now?
1: I'm just focusing on the rest of the season right now. Um, <clears throat> and I think that's probably what I'm going to continue doing is just focusing mm-hmm. on, you know, bouldering and trying to do as well as I can at the World Cup.
0: Right on. I, you know, I know that you have talked about doing some outdoor climbing do you have any uh, desires to get on something like El Cap in your seventies?
1: I think it would be cool to do one day. Um, I just don't know when it's going to fit into my schedule. Sounds sad, but um, I feel like I have all these like things I want to do, and I'm just trying to you know fit everything in with the day in and day out.
0: Yeah, the hectic life of a professional competitive climber. What's yeah, that I- like?
1: I mean, it's a crazy life. It's a good life. Um, I think you're busier than people realize sometimes just between, like, training and downtime and then, especially when you're traveling. I mean, this season I don't feel like I stopped moving ever. And since, like, March, I think this is my first, like, break I feel like I've had. You know, I've gotten to, like, just sit at home for a few days and not have to, like, be packing a suitcase or taking care of things while I'm in town for a week.
0: (laughs) The jet setter.
1: Yeah. I feel like I've gotten really adaptable at traveling, though, which is good. You know, just it keeps getting easier.
0: Yeah. Do you speak other languages? Does that help?
1: No, um, I'm pretty much just English. I know, like, a little bit of Spanish, and um, I know some Slovenian words, you know, from, like, training with Roman, but there's no way I could get myself around anywhere with any other <laughs> language. So it's really helpful that everyone pretty much speaks English everywhere.
0: No kidding. Yeah, I've noticed that uh, on Facebook you have, like, 384,000 followers. I mean, that's insane. Yeah. So how do you, what do you attribute that to, you think?
1: Um, I just think it's been time. Like, I've been on social media for a, a long time and a lot longer than, you know, other climbers, so I definitely have that on my side. And then I guess just, like, posting interesting things and, you know, doing interesting things and, I don't know, just having a, a way to relate to people, I guess.
0: So who do you have for sponsors now?
1: Sanook, Falcon Tire, Blue Water Ropes, Climax, um, Asana, Quotable Cell Med Clinics, and the Law Office of Devin Quackenbush. I think that should be it. Wow. Yeah.
0: You know, I can see climbers down the future uh, having, like, uh, um, road bike racers having all these logos on the side of their shirts.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Exactly. That's kind of what it's turning into. Um, I don't know, just as the sport grows, and that's just what happens. You know, sponsors and exposure.
0: Um, One last question for you. What words of wisdom would you like to share with
1: the tribal Black community? Oh, um, I think the best words of wisdom I have are just, you know, go for your dreams. Anything you want to accomplish, you can do it. And if you just go all in, I think you'll ultimately be surprised at what you can accomplish.
0: Mm -hmm. Go all in. What does that mean to you, go all in?
1: I just think for me it's just giving it your all, and sometimes you don't have a clear end game. You know, it's um, not like, okay, I'm going to get in shape for my wedding or whatever. It's just like, you know, you want to be good at something and you want to be successful at something in the future. So I think it's just having, like, the broader goal of being good at whatever you're doing versus, um, I don't know having something more narrow, and I think it's being okay with that and knowing that sometimes you might not exactly know what you're doing, but in the end it's all going to work out.
0: Right on. Well, I can't thank you enough, Sierra, and I really wish you all the best of luck in your World Cups that are coming up, and may you be on the Olympic team. That would be so awesome.
1: Oh, thank you so much. Yeah, it was great to speak with you.
0: Likewise, likewise. and Oh, one other question. I just thought of that. Do you have any desires to climb? Now that you've climbed one building, do you have any desires to climb any more?
1: I think it would be cool to climb more. Um, I think it would be really cool to climb the tallest building in the world, which I think is the Burj Khalifa in Dubai. Mm -hmm. So I think that would be pretty cool to do. But Would you team up with
0: LG on that?
1: I think it would be cool. I think it might be fun to convince them that that would be a a cool project to take on.
0: (laughs) Suction cup your way all the way up with vacuum cleaners. That would be so awesome. How long do those batteries last, do you think?
1: Ooh, um, I don't normally, I'm sure they last a long time. I think they last for like 20 or 30 minutes for what I was doing. I'm not sure that I never really had like the you know timer on.
0: <laughs> yeah, they'd probably have to switch out the batteries on you on know, halfway up. Mm mm-hmm. <laughs> Hey, well, may you uh, climb another one, and if you do, please let me know because uh, we'd love to cover it.
1: Oh, definitely.
0: Take care of yourself. All right, you too. Bye-bye. Bye. <laughs> I don't know about you, but I would love to watch Sierra climb the world's tallest building with a pair of suction cups that were powered by these LG vacuum cleaners. That would be a sight to be seen. Until next week, my friends, this is Dan Goodwin with TroBlack Black TV, your entertainment source for extreme sports.